everyone, welcome back to another episode of On The Mix. Now, today, I thought I would bring you another apt song. Last week, I talked about Wake Me Up When September Ends by Green Day. And obviously, we are now approaching the very end of September. There's another equally as great of a song that talks about September that literally everyone and their mother knows about, and that's the Earth, Wind, and Fire song, September. Do you remember the 21st of September? Well, that's the question that was posed in the song, and it's become so ubiquitous with September that, weirdly enough, it's actually a national holiday. The 21st of September has been named Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. If you didn't know that, well, now you do. Um, so you know what? I just thought I would kind of dive into the song September. Like, is there any significance to the 21st of September? Does it mean anything? And if there was anything else that I could find about this song? Because to be honest, there isn't really a whole lot that I could find about this song. It just kind of is what it is. But there is some really interesting tidbits in here that I did happen to come across. Let's just get started. So if you for some reason haven't heard of the song September by Earth, Wind & Fire, I don't know what you're doing. You need to pause this and go listen to it now. It's only like, what, three or four minutes? Go listen to it. It's a great song, all right? Because then it'll make sense to you. Have you listened to the song? It's great, isn't it? All right, back to it. September was released as a single in 1978. And by the way, Earth, Wind & Fire, they're like a funk Motown disco kind of group. So the song September was very commercially successful and it reached number one in the U.S. Billboard Hot R&B Songs chart. It also went to number eight on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, which was like the main singles chart of the time. And then it also reached number three on the U.K. singles chart as well. So all across the board, it was extremely successful. And I would say in part that's because it's a short song, but also it's a really catchy song. There isn't really a whole lot in the lyrics that kind of delves into a whole lot. It's very like universally accepted. People can understand it from like all different languages, like the chorus, and it's so easy to sing as well. That's the thing about songs that become so popular amongst like everyone in the world is even if you don't understand the language, if there's like a hook or a catchy part in the chorus or something, that everyone can sing along to or something. It just, you've, you've made it big. And so that's why I think this song in part was so successful. And of course, the song remains a staple of Earth, Wind & Fire's repertoire. And throughout the decades, it's been sampled, covered, remixed, and re-recorded numerous times because people really, really, really enjoy, again, like that catchy kind of like hook that the songs got and they want to sample it and do all these other cool things with it. Now, I personally haven't heard, at least I don't think I have, but I'm sure that they're good, to be fair. And September was added to the Library of Congress's National Recording Registry list of sound recordings that are culturally, historically, or aesthetically important in 2018. So that's pretty cool that it's been around for so many decades and it's in the Library of Congress just kind of residing there because it has been deemed historically, culturally important. I love it. I posed the question to you guys at the beginning, right? Do you remember the 21st of September? I wanted to know, what does that mean? Is there a story behind the day, the 21st of September? Does it mean anything of significance? That's what I went and I researched into 
specifically for this one. Like, what does the date even mean? So Maurice White, who is of Earth, Wind, and Fire, he claims that he simply chose the 21st of September due to how it sounded when it was sung. For example, they would go back and forth and kind of throw out different other dates and months. Like, do you remember the 8th of December? Do you remember the 23rd of November? And it just didn't really sound that good. But when they got to, do you remember the 21st of September? They're like, oh, that sounds good. It sounds quite simple, but that's apparently all that it was. Maurice's wife, however, claimed that the 21st of September was the due date of their son. It's weird how like they're saying on one hand, oh, the date doesn't mean anything. We just like went through a bunch of dates to see which one sounded the best. But then his wife is like, well, actually, the 21st of September was the due date for our son. It could honestly be both at the same time. It could be all or nothing or it could be both at the same time. So for the song, they brought in songwriter Allie Willis, who collaborated with Maurice White and Al McKay, who was the group's guitarist for the song. And she also said in an interview that there was no significance to the 21st night of September. And she also says that we went through all the dates. Do you remember the first, the second, the third, the fourth? And the one that just felt the best was the 21st of September. And she actually said that the writing process for the song took four months. Fascinating, because again, like, at least in my mind, like thinking about the lyrics of the song, there isn't anything that like is too difficult. So the fact that they took four months, maybe they were ruminating for four months over the date, like, oh my God, we have to open the song with this line. We have to make the date perfect and have it sound good and have it flow well. But it's funny how they only say it like once in the whole song. Do you remember the 21st of September? And that's it. Like, And then it's become such a cultural phenomenon for decades to come. I think that's like the thing that's so interesting about this. They literally obviously at the time could not have foretold or seen that this song would be so culturally important for literally no reason other than it sounds good, but also the date, which according to them has no real significance. I just thought that was funny. She would also say, I constantly have people coming up to me and they get so excited to know what the significance was, and there is no significance beyond it just saying better than any of the other dates. That's like on one aspect of the song, which is the date, the 21st of September. But there's another aspect of the song that I think is equally as, I don't think important is the right word, but equally as iconic, where in the chorus they go, body ya, body ya, someday over, you know what I'm saying? The, the body ya part, right? Allie Willis said that Maurice White is to blame for that ba-di-ya part in the chorus. Turns out Maurice used the nonsensical ba-di-ya sound when the group was writing the song's lyrics. Just, it didn't mean anything. It just kind of was there as like filler because it meant nothing. So uh, Allie would go on to say the kind of go-to phrase that Maurice used in every song he wrote was ba-di-ya. So right from the beginning, he was singing ba-di-ya, say do you remember ba-di-ya dancing in September. 
Maurice never actually imagined that the words would stick, but they just stuck. And Allie Willis would go on to say, "Are we going to change Badia to real words?" And she recalled that she begged him to ditch the song, like that part of the song, up until the final hour of recording. When she finally gave up at their last vocal session, she was like, "Listen." You have to change the body ah to something else because it sounded too simple. The song is already simple as enough, and she was worried that it was going to be even more simple with the body ah. And he was like, "No, this is staying." And she even asked, "Like, what? What does it even mean anyway? Like, what does body ah mean?" She was like, "Can you help me out here? What does this body ah mean?" And Maurice essentially said, "Who the f cares what body ah means? <laughs> It's just body ah." So. It literally means nothing. It's just gibberish, which is fine. But that's what I was like saying at the beginning of this whole thing was the lyrics transcend language, and everyone universally can like sing this song, like "Badia." Like it literally means nothing, but everyone around the globe can hear the lyrics of the song and they can sing the song, and that's why it transcends. Time and it transcends. Like, sure, it sounds like a '70s disco song, right? Sure. So it might not sound like as modern as it probably would be, right? But even though it doesn't sound modern, it still is a song that universally everyone grasps and they can sing it. And so that's why I think it also has that cultural significance as well. But yeah, "badia" means literally nothing, and he was like, "It doesn't mean anything," and and who cares what it means, like. It doesn't mean anything. It's just like gibberish. It's just filler, basically. And so she was like, "Listen, I'm giving up. I'm giving up. I'm trying to convince him to change this body ah to something else." And so she said, "I learned my greatest lesson ever in songwriting from him, which was never let the lyric get in the way of the groove." And so there you go. So that's pretty funny how like she was hell bent on having him change the body ah, but he was like, "It means nothing, and why are you so obsessed with this? It doesn't matter." Um, so those are like the two main aspects of the song: the 21st of September aspect, the date, and then the body on the chorus. So those were the all-encompassing main factors of the song that I think make it so iconic, right? Ali would also go on to say that if the melody, beat, and spirit are there, then everyone will know emotionally. They will know what you're saying. Lyrics can be clunky sometimes because someone is trying to make too much sense or fit in a four-syllable word. When a two-syllable one feels better, I think the song's just eternally uplifting. It's impossible to be depressed when you hear it. And yeah, I absolutely agree. That's that's the thing too is you don't want to make it too overly complicated with the lyrics as well. And that's what she was saying too that the lyrics can be clunky because someone's trying to fit a longer word that might sound cool in there, but you don't need to do that. You can just have a a, a word in there. That is equally as better, and it fits the song better. And that's what she's saying too—that it's eternally uplifting, and that's the whole aspect of it too. The song is a feel-good song, right? It's not a negative song. It's not spewing any kind of hatred or negative anything in the song. It's a very uplifting, positive song. It poses the question: Do you remember the twenty-first of September? Which, hey, for some of you, you might have like. Some kind of significance to the date personally for you, but when the band wrote it, there was no personal significance to the date. It just sounded good. But now, now because the twenty-first of September was put into the song, now it's gonna be something that everyone remembers. 
And that's why when September comes around and the 21st of September comes, everyone starts posting, do you remember the 21st of September memes? And then like a couple days later, they post the same meme. Do you remember the 21st of September? So literally, I think that's kind of like a key that most songwriters can probably use in their music, right? Is if you put something in there that means something to everyone, like a date, then everyone's going to remember that date and correlate it to that song, which is why it's equally even more so as popular. Because if they didn't have that aspect in the song, do you remember the 21st of September? I don't know. I'm not sure if it would be as culturally impactful as it is. I think it still would have been a hit, but I don't think it would have been as culturally as significant and made a bigger impact, especially with like memes and the internet culture that it does now. And so that's the whole thing about it. Like I was kind of saying with my Green Day episode last week is for some reason, the internet loves those specific things that they can like cling onto and make memes out of like September, right? The whole thing with Green Day was wake me up when September ends. And so every September, people start thinking about Green Day. And then when September ends, they're like, Somebody wake Billy Joe Armstrong because September's over. It's just kind of those stupid things, right? And then the other aspect of September is this song, the 21st of September, right, is in the song. And so now everyone, it's funny how like people put meaning or attachment to certain songs that don't really, not that they don't mean a whole lot, but like the songwriters or the band didn't mean for it to explode the way that it did on the internet. And so it just worked. I don't know. I think it just happened to be the right situation at the right time for Earth, Wind & Fire to create this kind of all-encompassing song that somehow relates to everybody. And it will be a song that everyone remembers because, again, it's very easy to remember the 21st of September. To be honest, that's kind of all that I wanted to say about this song. That's really, honestly, it anyway. There wasn't a whole lot that I could find about the meaning of the date or anything like that. Um, I just thought, you know what? This is really, really interesting. Why not to talk about it? Plus, literally, we are coming up on the end of September. So I guess now we're going to be seeing memes closer to the end of September where people are screaming for Billy Joe Armstrong to wake up. (laughs) And then believe me, there's still going to be memes posted towards the very end of September where people are like, do you remember the 21st of September? It's going to happen. It's going to keep happening. I've seen it. It's going to keep happening. Even though I made my plea to you guys at the beginning, if you still for some reason have not heard of the song September by Earth, Wind & Fire, please listen to it because it's great. Not just because it's made a massive cultural impact on the world, but simply because it's a good song. Even if it's not maybe your particular taste, even if maybe you don't like funk or Motown or disco music, it's still a really catchy song and it needs to be listened to. So give it a listen. Um, Yeah, that's basically all I wanted to say about September by Earth, Wind & Fire. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. I hope that you guys have an awesome day. I'm going to be thinking hard about what I post in October, especially towards Halloween time. I'm going to be thinking of something that I can do for that. Maybe something spooky music related or Halloween related or something like that. So um, keep an eye out for those episodes coming up. And I will see you guys next Wednesday with another episode of On The Mix. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, guys.